Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Listen up, ladies. I have exciting news for you. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you're finally ready to end the battle with food and hating your body, if you're sick of spending every day worried about how much to eat, what to eat, when to eat, if you're sick of stepping on the scale and looking in the mirror and being disappointed in yourself for not following through what you say you really want for yourself, then I have an awesome opportunity for you, my love. If you know that it is time to level up, if you finally want to find food freedom, if you want to walk into your closet, put on any outfit and feel totally confident. If you want to clear the mental space that's currently being taken up by food and body obsession, and if you want to stop dieting, getting on and off the bandwagon for good, I would love to chat with you. For the first time in months, I am opening up spots in my eight-week nutrition mentorship. These are my final remaining coaching spots, and I do not want you to miss out. You do not need to spend any more time procrastinating or living in pain. Imagine where you could be a few months from now if you decided not to wait this one time and truly show up for yourself. Because although you feel doubts and insecurities, I totally feel you, girl. I know a part of you deep down knows you deserve this for yourself. If this resonates with you, I would love to get to know you and see if you're a perfect fit for my eight-week nutrition mentorship. All you gotta do is head to juliebrewer.com coach, fill out the questionnaire, and schedule in a time in my calendar to chat with me completely for free. The call is designed to help you walk away with tangible action steps that you can start taking immediately so you can finally start creating a body and life you love. I would be honored, so honored to walk by your side on this journey. And I'm gonna be real, these spots always sell out within a few days, so if you wanna transform your relationship with food and your body before the end of 2019, head to to juliebrewer.com slash coach to schedule yourself in and I'll talk to you very soon. Can't wait. What's up my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I'm excited to share this quick little nugget of wisdom with you because frankly, I always get asked what my opinion is about weight loss. Right now, we have wonderful movements going on like health at every size, body positivity, and that can leave a lot of people wondering and questioning is it bad that I want to lose weight? Is it bad that I need to lose a few pounds in order to be a healthier human, in order to lower my blood pressure or my cholesterol or regulate my blood sugar because I have diabetes? There are so many valid reasons out there that weight loss could be necessary and beneficial for your overall health. A lot of what we talk about on this podcast is realizing that there's a difference between losing weight for health and losing weight for vanity. What I mean by vanity is usually... It's this idea that, oh, if I just lose this last five to 10 to 15 pounds, then I will be more loved. Then I will show up in the world the way I want to. Then I'll have more confidence. Then I'll finally be happy. And I know from experience, I know from working with hundreds of people over the years that it's not like you wake up one day at your goal weight and all of a sudden you're super happy. You have to do that internal work, those mindset shifts, the self-confidence work, the getting to know yourself on a daily basis so that you can start to cultivate those feelings before the weight loss even 
even happens. And as a result of doing that work, weight loss, if it's necessary to release the weight, just becomes a byproduct of doing the inner work. It's very counterintuitive because we think, and we've been taught by society, that the more we try to control our food, the more we try to control our bodies and lose weight, that's the only way, by having this death grip on it. But the more you try to control something, the more it controls you. That's how body image issues form. That's how we start to develop obsessive tendencies around food. And that can lead us down a very negative spiral. If you've heard my story, you understand that I was in that place. And that's because at the time, I was not doing the inner work. I didn't have the tools. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just thought that if I changed my body, if I lost weight, then I would be happier because that was being projected all around me on social media, in the sorority I was in, and even by friends. It's very common in our culture to go through a checkout line and see 10 magazines that are selling the latest trends and diets for weight loss. Lose 10 pounds fast. The newest keto, paleo, wonderful solution. The magic pill. But y'all know if there was a magic pill, if there was a single way to do it that worked for every single person, wouldn't everyone have done it by now? Why are we still falling victim to all of these weight loss strategies and ploys and these companies who spend billions of dollars making us not feel good enough and thinking that we're always just going to motivate ourselves by how much we hate ourselves. If there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's that if you are operating from a place of hate for your body, if you hate the way you look, if you hate the way you feel, that might motivate you to get started, to start the diet, to start the workout program, but it's not going to motivate you to continue. It's not going to give you the determination and drive to keep pushing forward with your healthy habits when you hit a bump in the road. That's why it's so important to learn more about yourself, to do the deep inner work as you're embarking on a physical journey. Because one of two things will happen when you do the inner work first. Number one, you will realize that it was never about the weight, that you actually didn't need to lose 5, 10, 15 pounds in order to be happy and you can just be happy how you are. It was the mindset shift that needed to take place. Or you release weight naturally as a byproduct of doing the inner work. When releasing the weight is not the focus, it's crazy how sometimes it just naturally happens. Our bodies naturally let go of the things that aren't serving us, whether that's mental baggage, physical baggage, emotional baggage. But we've learned as a society to go about this backwards. We think that the physical change is what's going to make us happy when really it's the mindset, it's the inner work that is going to fill us up enough to realize that it ain't about the weight at all. I've been becoming very interested recently in rewiring my brain and my thought patterns in the way that I think. Because I've said this a thousand times, but our default most of the time is going to be negative. Our default is to find the flaws in ourselves, in other people, in our circumstances, in our situations. And it's our job, if we want to live a fulfilled and happy life, to do the work to rewire our thought patterns and change our ways of thinking. That's why I love having a morning routine so that I'm filling my brain with juicy, good, affirming information during my mindfulness practice in the morning. I'm clearing my brain of all the BS that's not serving me. I'm releasing that mental and emotional baggage so that I can create space for more empowering thoughts. Because the beautiful thing is those empowering thoughts are the ones that are going to cause you to take action. I think a lot of times we just assume that, oh, if I just become happy with the way I look or the way I feel, then I'm going to become lazy and complacent and not want to change anything. But I've spoken about this on a previous podcast. There's a concept I absolutely love from one 
one of my mentors, Ed Milet. Awesome podcast, by the way. You for sure have to look him up. He calls this blissful dissatisfaction. It's being satisfied and grateful and appreciative of what you have, of where you are right now, and still working for what you want to achieve. Do I think it's wrong to have physical goals? Absolutely not. That's going to ruffle some feathers, I know, because there's people out there who believe wholeheartedly in body positivity, health at every size, not changing a thing. It's not that I'm poo-pooing on those movements. I think they're beautiful and definitely much more impactful and positive than the diet culture, but it doesn't have to be one or the other. You guys know I'm not a fan of all or nothing. I'm not a fan of extremes because I've been on both sides of the pendulum. I believe wholeheartedly that you can love your body and still want to make improvements for it. You can want to become stronger. You can want to release weight. You can want to increase your performance in the gym. There's nothing wrong with having physical goals at all. Before we leave this podcast today, I want to share with you something that I found to be so beneficial. And you may have already noticed me using this language in this podcast because you're probably listening to me say, release the weight, release the weight a thousand times. And you're like, that's weird. Why isn't she saying lose weight? An interesting thing happens in our brains when we think of the word loss, when we think of the word lose. As humans, we want to stay safe. Our brains are hardwired to keep us safe, to keep us comfortable. So when the thought comes in that we're going to lose something, even if it's something you think you want to lose, such as weight, our brains automatically create resistance to it because it's a negative. Your brain goes, wait a second, I don't want to lose anything. I want to gain things. I don't want to lose anything. So instead, a more empowering way to phrase that is to say release the weight. Release what is no longer serving you. Release sounds like we are letting go of something to create more space for something that's more aligned with what we want. And when we think in terms of releasing the weight, many times what we're going to come to realize it's not even the physical weight that we release that makes the difference. It's the emotional weight that we're carrying around. It's the weight that's taken up between our two ears that makes us feel unworthy, that makes us feel really shitty about ourselves on a daily basis because we have so much negative self-talk from our inner mean girl. When you train your brain to understand it's okay to release what's not serving me because I'm going to gain something even better. I'm going to create space for more empowered thoughts, for improvements in my body, and release attachment to what the outcome is. Because like I said, you might realize that as you embark on this journey, you're retraining your brain, you're focusing on positive mindset shifts. You may realize, in fact, that it was never about the weight at all. I would argue that it's rarely about the weight. It's rarely about food. But for the people out there who do want or need to release weight, that can be beneficial. It can help you get off medications. It can help you move better. It can help you feel more comfortable in your clothes. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to make physical changes in your life. If someone is shaming you for wanting to make physical changes, I would argue that that's almost just as bad as somebody shaming you for not wanting to change. Just like diet culture shames us into making us not feel good enough because we haven't changed, then we go and we want to change and make improvements and we have other people from another camp telling us that that's also wrong. It's very confusing. That's why at the end of the day, you are focused on your own paper. You're not looking around at everyone else. You have your eyes in your own lane. You're staying focused on you, what your heart wants, what's going to feel good for your mind, your body, your soul. And if that means releasing physical weight, amazing. If that means releasing emotional baggage that you've been carrying around that's not serving you, amazing. If that means releasing self-limiting beliefs so that you can finally step into your true authentic power, freaking amazing. That's what we want, sister. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. I hope these little nuggets of wisdom were enlightening for you. It's a powerful shift, but next time you find yourself saying, I want to lose weight, reframe that. Change the language. Think of it as releasing what's no longer serving you. If that happens to be physical weight, awesome. 
But if you find that by releasing the emotional weight and the pressure of always needing to perform and feel good enough based on your body shape or size, there's only more to gain in terms of your confidence, your self-esteem, and how you show up in the world. At the end of the day, it's our purpose to show up powerfully, to release what's not serving us so we can step into our full power and become the healthiest, happiest humans possible. I love you so much. Talk to you in the next one. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.